you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, this is Dan Hansis alongside Chris Wessling. Hey, Dan. Mark Sessler and the boss, Greg Rosenthal. We're the Around the NFL podcast. Check us out three times a week as we discuss the latest NFL news as it happens. Always, of course, with a touch of mirth. Subscribe at NFL.com slash podcasts, iTunes, and Stitcher. Going to the hurry of offense. Hi, and hello, football fans, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's. Go get yourself some of that all day breakfast any time of the day. It's delicious, it's the right choice to make. And joining me in Studio 66 today, oh, we've got a show that I would call rangy at the very least. In a little bit, we're going to hear some noise from Sean O'Hara, former offensive lineman of the New York Giants. We're going to talk to Lindsey Rhodes and Mark Iztook about some Bachelorette stuff and beyond. And right now, Dan Hanzus, who also will be a part of that conversation, is Rashad Jennings, running back supreme for the New York Football Giants, what's the poop, Rashad? What's the poop? Yeah. Uh, hopefully is uh, you know, nice and clean. Yeah, I agree. Hanzoos, a pleasure to see you after your week away. You're all suntanned. I'm back. And um to to be with Rashad Jennings now, not expected. Sat in. Rashad comes in in a beautiful flowing jacket. I know. Uh, Kenobi like. I know. It just there's some swagger. Serious swag going on. With this Rashad. is what's happening among pro football running backs. I talked to Jay Ajay, and we'll have that for you later in the week. He was a uh, he was a pleasure to kibitz with as well. He had a jacket like a long cloak kind of thing, and as I say, it reminds me of the Jedi. You know, that's a, this is the way Kenobi that. and his uh, his gang would roll. I could see that. Yeah. Hey, look. Fashion is fun. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I, I brought a little bit of my New York swag over here to L.A. for a little. <laughs> I think, Rashad, you, but when you look at Hanzoos and myself, I think you know <laughs> I think we're two fashionistas. I think y'all can pull it off, man. <laughs> the flowing jacket, that's not easy to pull off. You do it very well, but. 
I think I'd love to see Hanzus in uh, in the Rashad <laughs> Jennings uh, flowing jacket look. That would be smart. In the meantime, it is all-star season, and, and this is really the bleakest time on the sports calendar in a, in a week or two. You'll, Rashad, be off uh, getting ready for the football season. All the football fans, nay, sports fans are excited for that because there's really nothing going on but these all-star games. It leads me to this. What's your favorite all-star game-related competition? What's your favorite all-star game? Any fixes you would make to them? Rashad, how say you? Are you talking about any all-star? Any. You can fix basketball if you want, baseball, hockey, or you can address yeah. your own game. I like – I like the uh, – I love seeing the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing the home run derby. Um, uh, the, I like seeing I, – I, actually, even though it's not – the same exact game. I really like enjoy watching the Pro Bowl because it because the final score is two hundred and forty two to <laughs> yeah. Man, I get to see guys have get see guys have fun, man. Like it, it's it's a different game. Obviously, I know fans don't really appreciate all the time, but you know those guys work they tell off all season and uh, got nominated to go out there and have fun with their friends and family. I think flag football would be fun. Because uh, clearly that's the issue. You don't want to make full-on, full-speed collision. So why not make it flag football? It would be a different look at the See, game. That would be boring to watch. Would it? It would be, be cool maybe if they had, like, flag football versus, like, I don't know, the top fantasy football owners. That might be <laughs> That would be worth watching. But watching pro athletes do flag football, uh, they're, boring to me. They're trying to keep the game alive. I'm, I'm just curious – as a player, when there's an announcement that the game's moving from Hawaii to Orlando, of all places, doesn't that hurt the appeal within locker rooms of guys wanting to be involved? No, nah, because it's the respect level. Yeah. I think, you know, maybe maybe if you're a 15-year vet or something, you look at it different. But being a nominator for the Pro Bowl is, is the highest of highest honors that you really can get as mm. your skill set in the NFL. So, and no, nah, I don't think it's where you at. It's the fact that you're there with the guys having a good time and uh, separated from, from – or getting acknowledged from all the success. It is, a, it is prestigious. Hanzoos, any fix to any game? Well, baseball's got to get rid of the winner determines home field advantage. In True. The That's Series ridiculous. Because you could have fun in the all-star game and make it entertaining, but once you cross it over to not just uh, one series but the most important, the championship series, then you start to get a little bit crazy. Uh, and I, I am happy that the Pro Bowl did do away with the fantasy – it was a good thought, the fantasy draft, and you know it was good to see Jerry Rice draft a terrible team year, year after year just from <laughs> entertainment standpoint. But uh, let's go back, AFC versus NFC. They've done that, though, so that's not a change. Yeah, I, I mean, the two for me, I think one, the uh, basketball, the NBA would be the best. Let's do away. I, I, I do like the three-point shooting and stuff, but one-on-one tournament. Do, do away with the game. Just don't play the game anymore and instead do a one-on-one tournament. That would be something juicy. Wouldn't you love to see who would win that thing? Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, yeah, would like to see that. Imagine that. Who would you play to? 11? Play two, 11. Yeah, twos right. and ones. Twos and ones. Yeah. I think that's Winners out. Make who it would take win it? that? Yeah. You do make it take it? I think you do make it <laughs> take got it. it. That's playground rules, right? Who wins that, Rashad? Uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I really don't. I, I You can't call it. I, I I don't know. I like Leonard. Yeah, that's it's going it's going to come. That's that actually going to say yeah. who who can play defense is going to win that one. I would go LeBron, but you know who would win it would be Anthony Davis. Long ago, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Dr. J for a pay-per-view thing back in the early '80s. Few people know about this. Played one-on-one pay-per-view, 
and Kareem killed Dr. J because you just can't contend with the height. So if you put right. a seven-footer out there, I guess by that logic, Porzingis would be pretty good. Mm. Well, I mean, if it's make it, take it, though, I, I got to choose different. Now, if it's, it's going back and forth, it, it, that's going to determine because you, you get a big guy, small guy. Is Steph Curry's knee healthy in this conversation? Oh, God, Steph Curry would have yeah. no chance. And now everybody's well, sleeping so. on Steph because he hurt his knee. and nobody. It has nothing to do to with his about. knee. It would have to do with – all you would have to do is stop him once and uh, he would never get the ball. But you just back him down every time and lay it in. I don't know. I don't think it's that easy. Yeah. I don't think it's that easy. All right, see, this is why we need to do it. The other one, Rashad – is I feel like we don't need the Pro Bowl. Instead, we should do something where the two worst teams play each other mm. <laughs> and the winner gets the first overall pick in the draft. We call it the Loser Bowl. The Loser Bowl. You How know what? cool would that be? Uh, now, I mean, <laughs> from what standpoint? From the player standpoint or – the coach's standpoint, the fan. Listen, there would, be some, shame. There would be some shame associated with it for all involved. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how you wanted me to look at it. If I'm looking at it from my owner's standpoint, yeah. I mean, you get to play for the first round overall. Yeah, that would you be fun. I mean? From that an owner's standpoint. Who wouldn't watch that game, too? People say, oh, that would be – who wants to watch the two worst teams play? Me. But, I would love to watch but, that game. Uh, how, do you, how do you justify – I mean, one, nobody's, nobody's trying to play – an extra game to see who drafts somebody, you know. I don't. It Unless players, the, the fan bases would, but in terms of the national audience, I don't know how high it would be. But. It would be humongous. You're absolutely the Pro Bowl rates every year. This would be much. This has stakes attached to it. Of course, you would watch that. And the intrigue of what if you're the incumbent quarterback and your team is in line <laughs> to draft some stud out of college? Well, now the coach has a big decision to make. Do I play this guy who probably doesn't want to win the game because then he would be winning the game to get his team the the, the replacement player, you see? Mm. So that would be part of the strategy. One thing, and Rashad, you should know, Sheck's been pushing this for literally years now. Yes. The loser bowl. The, the loser bowl. The level of tanking that would go on to get into <laughs> the bottom two to have a shot at the first-round pick, it would not be a good look for the NFL. It's just never going to happen, Dave. you got to let it go. Tanking, yeah. Because no. yeah. the player's going to play. I'll tell you that right now, because if you ain't performing, you're going to get cut. Your job, you know what I mean? So we're going we gonna to always play our tell off. Rashad Jennings, I have to tell you again that about three years ago at a Super Bowl, I kibbished with you on a show we were doing for about 10 minutes. And at the end of it, I said to you, in all seriousness, we need to do, we need to contact Dos Equis and do a thing, a recurring uh, campaign called The Most Interesting Man in the Football World. And you would certainly be a candidate for that because how many languages do you speak? 18. <laughs> See, you've already no. won with that, with that answer. And you play the piano, you play guitar, you're a fascinating fella. The answer is three languages Rashad speaks. Oh, look who knows everything. There you go. That was actually a guess, but is that right? No, I actually only speak one. Is that true? <laughs> it's very true. I know I, I know English good enough to speak it. You do. You, well, that, that much is clear. So you don't speak any additional languages? Uh, not to the barrier of languages, no. I know how to communicate in other forms, but I wouldn't call it language. Who's your information, man? Check. I thought my own my own brain, my memory, which is failing apparently, because <laughs> I thought you told me you spoke extra languages. Um, but Fred Taylor, Maurice Jones-Drew, and others have told me – on 
many on several occasions. Watch out for this Rashad Jennings. He's as talented a runner as there is. He's a real pleasure to be around and to watch play. What running back do you like looking at? Uh, uh, currently, ever yeah. what? Currently, right now, um, I, I respect a lot of guys' uh, game. You know, I, I really like watching Matt Forte complete back. Hmm. Um, I, you know, I think Arian Foster is a really good back. Obviously, when he's healthy, um, you know. Who else did I look at last year? Um, uh, well, I, tell, I really like uh, Gurley. I think he's special. Um, Freeman down there in Atlanta is a pretty good quick back. There's a lot of guys across the league that you appreciate, Obviously, the obvious ones, Adrian Peterson, um, the big-name guys. But every single back has something unique about them that I try to, you know, appreciate and kind of implement into my game. But I don't model after anybody not in history or anything history. I just, again, it's people that I appreciate um, and want to try to be better than, but you try to develop your own game and become you who you have to pick one Jacksonville Jaguars running back history, Maurice Jones, Drew or Fred Taylor. Who's the greatest runner. Ooh, never wear those crazy. Uniforms. That's so different. And, and you know what? Those two guys actually my rookie year um, training down in Florida. I trained with both of those guys. And I uh, actually live with Maurice in the off season, so I got the m- most respect for both of them. You know, kind of taking me under their wing and teaching me the ropes of the league and how to become a pro rather than an NFL player. Studying X's and O's, um, seeing things before it happens. But you know, I can't pick between them two because they no. But you have you to. Know, That's the thing. <laughs> said so no you're... because you have to. They're two different. They're two different backs, man. They're two different backs. Hanzus, I leave it to you then. MJD or Fred Taylor? Jacksonville Jaguars uh, running back, best of all I time. I work with MJD, and MJD lived with Rashad, who seems like a really nice dude. So I'm going to go with MJD. See, now that now you're smartening up. You see, <laughs> now you get it. That's the right answer. What's in your heart is besides the point, you know? Um, last thing is here in the so-called hurry-up, which really is not a hurry-up at all. We, we're going to rename it the Andy Reid uh, hurry-up. <laughs> hurry-up. This is something they're doing here at the NFL. They keep they try to connect with whatever's happening in the, uh, in the zeitgeist, you know, out in society. Tim Duncan has retired. Who is the NFL comp for that? Who is the closest football player? I know it's a stretch, but that's what they're doing at the NFL. So let's play ball a little bit. Who's who's comparison? Who's most like him? Duncan. Yeah. Oh, like comparison. Yeah, you know, in broad stroke. Personality. We whatever, however you, however that sounds to you, however that hits your ear. I mean, you know, I'm looking at somebody, a vet in the game, respect, great player. Um, retired, we're going to go with Peyton. I kind of, yeah. And and there is, uh, you know, there's a nerd kind of factor there, like not exactly don't cut the figure of super hyper-athletic guy. Right, works hard. Yeah. You know, put team first, clean, does things the right way, not polarizing, but just as a great player. What did Shaq call Tim Duncan derisively? The big fundamental? The big fundamental. And yet that caught on and really yeah. defines him. That was kind of Peyton Manning, too. Wasn't he the perfect throwing machine in his heyday? Mechanically and all that. I see that. The one that they're floating here is Eli, which makes no sense to me, really. I don't get that one exactly. The one to me, Andrew Luck, and and here's why. They both grow bad beards, chinny beards in particular. They both have one and two in their uniform number, and they both have that, again, that that, uh, sort of geek factor to them. Geek chic. 
Yeah, right. Geek chic. Don't you think Luck a little? He, he's he's more vocal, wouldn't you say? I get. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but he sort of he 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 doesn't exactly express cool or hip. You know, okay. he doesn't. Okay. Neither guy really defines that. I'm with you. All right. Now I, I, I'm sure. I, I wonder if they had defined themselves as like that, though. You know, cool or subjective. That you know what? That's, That's right. You know what? Self praise. You know, my father told me once. Self praise stinks, but if you don't love yourself, who will? Yeah. Something to think about, Rashad. Start the show. <laughs> David. Football. Football. David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yes, hi and hello once again. DDFP presented by McDonald's. Go get you some of that all-day breakfast. And as uh, chance would have it, serendipity, we are joined by the Giants running back Rashad Jennings and Dan Hanzus, Jets fan, and here in Studio 66, what's playing but hard knocks, the Jets edition. Do you wish, Rashad, you could be on uh, an edition of hard knocks? It's not, I don't wish I could be on it. But if it came to New York, you know, I appreciate it. Uh, it's not something I fish for. It is entertaining, though. I love it. Well, now all or nothing, and Dan Hanzoos at NFL.com is writing reviews of each episode there. there. Do you suspect you would emerge as one of the stars because they do latch on to a handful of guys? Uh, the, 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 possibly. Can, I don't know. Can I answer that question? I don't know. I don't I, know. I've handled episode recaps of Hard Knocks for five years on this website. And you are absolutely someone that they would key in on and, and they would beg to come home with you and uh, go to your art gallery and watch you play Spanish guitar. And you would be one of those. What about when he speaks kids. Spanish in his various speaks other languages? Spanish and in the other two languages. Uh, <laughs> they, they love somebody that has a lot of different things going on off the field. So I would feel like. Yeah, Rashad would be a big star of the show. Got oh, look at I mean, Got you know, he has no dignity in the way he's just all over you. I'm, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. <laughs> That's what they look for on the show. That No, I yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the, that that would happen. Hey, you mentioned something just before we got going here. Training camp for the Giants. I was surprised by this. I It, it didn't register where you guys do it anymore. You stay and do it at the stadium, huh? Or yeah. in the bubble, I should say. Yeah, yeah, we do it right there at home, uh, East Rutherford, MetLife Stadium, right there well, at the training facility. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, man, sorry. Hard Knocks is on, and my boy just <laughs> smacked somebody. He was fun to play with. The Terminator, Terminator. John Connor? Yeah, he was fun to play they, with. Th- that season, and this to me still is the best ever season of Hard Knocks, the Jets, 2010 Jets. John Con- Connor was a fullback. I don't know, if, is he still in the league now, John? No, he's no, not. but uh-uh. he Rex Ryan had a full on. If you think I love Rashad Jennings, Rex loved John Connor so much they devoted like a whole entire episode of the series to John Connor, the fullback, laying out guys on special teams. Yeah, and then he didn't even make it into another Hard Knocks and another he did preseason, and it was basically the exact same thing. Everybody loved Cincinnati, loved I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, but you guys stay. I can't believe that because the the variation from NFL team to NFL team would really define if I were a, a, a free agent, I would not – like the Packers make their guys stay in dorm rooms and they have to have a roommate. Disgusting. I would never <laughs> I would never go somewhere if I had to have a roommate for a month of my life. Yeah, yeah, you ain't trying to do that. But, I mean, most, most teams – actually, you got to have a roommate your rookie year. Most teams – can't speak for everybody. I only played on three. But the, all three I played for, you got to have a roommate your rookie year. 
for actually first two years. So I'm yeah. free. Is it – I mean, it, it pretty much takes – all the ugly elements out of training. Oh, well, I mean, I used to have to do two-a-days and all that, but, I mean, it it does – it must not feel as daunting and, and miserable. I would think, like, Jacksonville, I've talked to Maurice about that, just, I mean, the sweltering heat. Ugh. Oh, man, now, Jacksonville heat. You're talking about <laughs> something different down there. It's it's ridiculously hot. I, I never forget my rookie year down there. I was – and you're everywhere. That was, I think, that was the last wave of real tour days too. Was in my rookie year, so I got introduced to the league in a special way. That's right, right before the uh, CBA. Well, your your roommate now is a machine. Yes, correct. My good friend, <laughs> hyperbaric oxygen chamber is his name. <laughs> that I mean, you're a wealthy professional athlete. To quote a, a Damashek-ism, that's hokum, though, right? That doesn't really make you any better or get you healthier, does it? It does. It's it just makes... rich guy stuff. Come on. No, 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 no. No? This is real. So then why don't yeah. I get one? I don't know. Why You should get one. My life would be enhanced by a hyperbaric chamber? Absolutely. Absolutely. It it it. So the way it's set up. And uh, you ever talked to Maurice about this? I have not. So Maurice, Maurice had one, um, and uh, it puts you it puts you on the sea level, 15 feet below. Mine's set at 4.1 psi, 125 atmosphere. All that just to say, wow. I'm 15 feet below sea level, mm-hmm. and then it pumps in the oxygen, and it heals you on the cellular level because you're vulnerable to anything that you're breathing in, and any owie, brain functionality, energy, like it's phenomenal of how it works. Um, and I think, you know, most people know that's what T.O. used when he had that ankle right. injury to get back. So Hansus needs that for when he wakes up. He likes uh, the, yeah, you know, at night. He likes knock some him back. That. Yeah, right. I have a drinking problem yeah. is what Dave's getting at. <laughs> hey, I don't drink, but they say it helps with uh, hangovers, too. Really. Speaking of uh, roommates and such, I am fascinated also by – see, this is another chip in your claim to being the most fascinating man in the football <laughs> world – is who at Pitt, before you went to Liberty, and I'm a Pitt guy um, as a fan, grew up going to the stadium. I watched you play your one season there at Pitt. Humble brag. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's braggadocious, okay. really, living in Pittsburgh, but all right. It's nice. Um, yeah, well, I, I loved it, yes. Um, who were your roommates? Yeah, so we had a quad, and um, I stayed, and our quad was Revis, um, Flacco. Oh. And Clint Session. So we had four guys my first year there that all made it to the league. That's we amazing. Had no idea that Wild. we, you know, we knew we had we knew we had a good team, but we didn't know we was all who we could be in the future. So the thing that drives me crazy is, as somebody who roots for Pitt football, is there any school on the face of the planet, Bama, U.S. Well, not Bama. No, no, they have success in college. I guess North Carolina would be the only closest thing to Larry Fitzgerald, you, Revis, Shady McCoy, Aaron Donald, and yet every year six and six, seven and five, maybe what gives? I I don't know. You know I I don't. I'm not sure. It, it's such a great facility, and you, you it, it recruits itself. Now you train, you share a facility with the Steelers, so you get to look over as a college athlete and see what it looks like or where you're trying to go. Um, you get a chance to spend time with those guys too. Great coaching staff. Man, I, I'm not there anymore. I really couldn't tell you, but um, I, I hope to see him turn it around. I want uh, before you get out of here. You have a busy day ahead of you here at NFL Media. But before you go, Rashad, 
We were talking to Sean O'Hara, former lineman, of course, of the Giants, and a friend of Eli. And I'm sure you're friendly with Eli already, but maybe you can curry a little bit more favor by picking up with where O'Hara left off with the Saturday night tradition of French fries. Take a listen real quick. And it kind of became a Saturday night tradition that Eli would just come over as I'm eating my fries and as he was sitting down, just grab a fistful of those fries, put them on his plate, and eat them. And, and it was always like, dude, really? Like, go get your own. You got There's a whole tray over there. He's like, no, no, I want your fries. Say maybe if you get a big thing of fries and give some to 10, <laughs> a few more handoffs, a few more little passes when you're coming yeah, out of the backfield, he, what do you think? He may mysteriously say, oh, they would cover it downfield, I'm dump it <laughs> off. Hey, I'll give him a fry for that. Sneaky bully <laughs> behavior by Elijah. Yeah, well, <laughs> Elijah. Um, all right, Rashad, go. Be healthy this year. I guess that even if you aren't fully healthy when you put your head down, when you wake up, you'll be magically fixed by the hyperbaric chamber. So uh, so I guess you don't need those well wishes. But uh, go get that NFC East. Should be a fascinating chase this year with, uh, with the Cowboys and uh, the division champs and everything else. Yep, we there, man. I'm excited for it. It's going to be a, We got a good team built on the successes we had. We got the right head coach in position. And um, we got a lot more to prove, and I know I do especially. Official candidate for the NFL's most interesting man, Rashad Jennings. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate y'all. Dave Damashek. All right, so out goes Rashad Jennings, and in come two of my favorite faces to see around the NFL media campus is that what we would call it first of all back from his european tour absolutely hubba hubba from nfl now handsome devil what a voice he has nice Dallas hubba cowboys hubba there, fans Thanks. so on and so forth it's mark istook what's the poop fella yo uh yeah uh back from dublin and i just got to throw in real quickly we talked about this beforehand but i figure your game of thrones fans uh listeners would appreciate uh my sir davos sighting on the streets of dublin i mean i just watched the battle of the bastards episode like 12 hours before and there he is. Now I'm what sorry, is Sir Davos. He doesn't. He doesn't have the scales, the right? Are. He's not the scale oh, guy, okay. right? Uh, that he, he's the onion. Oh. He's the uh, you know the one that's missing his fingers. That was uh, Robert Baratheon's. He's salt man. of the earth kind of guy, yes, middle aged guy, salt and pepper, not unlike Dan Hanzus. Exactly. Head of hair. Now he's paired up with Jon Snow, and uh, we'll see where he goes. But one of my favorite characters on the show. So Excellent. What a what a souvenir from. And saving the better for last. Yes. No offense to you, is yes. positively a vision. As she walked in the door, <laughs> Dan Hanzus exclaimed, "Not even the sun can hold a candle to the lovely." The talented Lindsay Rhodes. Like I say, a vision in. I'm here in yellow. Brilliant. Absolutely. Uh, yellow. Yeah. Is that what that color is? Maze, Something I might call it. Is there a fancier word than I feel yellow? like only maize Michigan fans orangey. would call it maize. Yeah, maize needs to be orangier. Yeah. No, I don't know. If I were a J. Crew catalog uh, color <laughs> describer, I would. Uh, yeah. I would. Canary. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. Golden All right, rock. we want to talk about uh, the Bachelorette here, and uh, and <sighs> yes, we'll we do so do. in just a moment here. Time is a little short, but first, something we've been doing, and we're making our way through. We're doing our best to get through all 32 teams here to try and divine for you, the football fan, what your favorite team schedule is going to be by the time New Year's, uh, by the time by the time the ball drops. On, uh, on New Year's Eve, or maybe, wait, are there games the day after? I should stop saying that if there are January 1 games. I don't have time to figure <laughs> it out. Let's get into it on the record with Dan Hanzus' favorite football team. The- 
Oh, there we go. The fancy <laughs> production. I'm sorry, I left that uh, behind. Dan Hanzoos. He's not just uh, he's not just the host of the great Around the NFL podcast and the Around the NFL page making. He also loves these Jets. Let's get into it here, Hanzoos. Yeah. And company. Let's weigh in here. The Jets start with the Cincinnati Bengals <clears throat> in New York. I'm going to start with you, Mrs. Rhodes. How say you? Oh gosh, I didn't know we were picking. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with uh, you. Have them winning. Dan? Yeah, Hanzoos. Yeah. yeah, we'll go through. Yeah, Hanzoos has I'm that go as lost. a win. Well, first of all, Eyes on I'm your sorry. Paper. I, I can't even. Well, like it's staring me in the face. Uh, okay. I can't. Like you're not covering up your okay. work. That's not my fault. Who's their quarterback? Because that changes everything for yep. me. That's right. Does it really change that much though? Do you if want me to tell Fitz, you who the quarterback is? It's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. So now that's who it is. Are you positive? Yes. That, why are you? Why are you so certain? He knows. But we need to get to the Bachelorette talk, so we should just say. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go loss against the Bengals. I think that's a bad – you don't want to be in New York with a wonky QB situation against a good team that's going to come out with a fire in its belly the way the Bengals will. That could turn – that positive could quickly be a negative but, if uh, you reach halftime and and you are, are looking at a deficit. There. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with Lindsay. I think that's a Cincy win. Can I just say – and there, it makes sense that you guys are picking loss there, but – as someone that's a fan of the team, I'm more familiar with the schedule. If you don't hand out some W's in some of these home games, <laughs> eight, they're right? gonna they're gonna lose 13 games for you guys. And I don't know if you really think they're that bad, but we'll see. Did he just pull a? I know this team. Yeah, so I did. I'm gonna tell you. I well, like the wild, that. The wild card. Canary. The wild card to this division remains the Miami Dolphins. That you was know? cute. The way you guys thought you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. Hey, not for nothing. I'm a Jersey guy. I know what I, I know what the, what's going on here. I all go over to the neighborhood pizzeria. I just got back from there. Oh, the Sal told me what the what, what's going on with it's Fitzy. It's Fitzy. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> Minus the racial implication. You know what? I'm tempted to just blow past this. Hanzoos has it at eight and eight at the Bills in week two. <laughs> That's it, fine. I'll totally fine. This, I'll we just spent ten minutes on the Bengals. You're, well, Hanzoos' point is right. You know, if they lose at home to start the season at the Bengals, and then they go on the road against Rex, who uh, of course will want that win as he usually does there against his uh, his old pals. They could very quickly be 0-2 here. Yeah. In primetime, I think, too, that week two game. Yeah, it's a on the road. Night yeah, that is, that's not easy. And then, then it gets tricky. All playoff teams at Chiefs, home to Seahawks, at Steelers, at, at Pittsburgh, Cardinals. at AZ. Yeeks! You don't get to anything good until at the Browns, then at the Dolphins, you host the Rams. Got to get hot in the middle and stay alive in the top to have any chance. And I don't know. Oh, I got and a bad feeling this year. Two of your last uh, five, uh, two weeks out of five at the tail end of the season, the Patriots. I, I'm with you. Eight and eight is optimistic. It's a time. little optimistic. I'm not lying. I I couldn't. I'm not going to bury them at six and ten. But if you're going to say the Jets are going to lose ten games this year, I would not say. Uh, you know, you're being a jerk. I'm saying, oh well, that could happen. Especially their best player, Mo Wilkerson. Who knows what's going on with him? We assume he'll be back. But and the Ryan Fitzpatrick saga, Geno Smith. There is a – I mean, I said Ryan Fitzpatrick to move the segment along, but, like, Geno Smith, I think it's 50-50 at this point. Cause this I don't so – I, I will say for what it's worth, which is worth zero, but uh, Geno Smith, I do believe in Chan Gailey. That's what sure. I believe in. He Everywhere he goes, when he's working with a QB, that QB tends to fare well. Good pass catchers we know, now Matt Forte. How bad can that offense be under anyone's watch, including Geno Smith? Apparently, according to Hanzoos, quite poor. 
is the answer to that because the defense should be good. All right, let's move on to the Bachelorette talk now if we can. And uh, and it was an exciting episode on Monday night. We're really getting down to the the, the nitty gritty. Oh, hold on just one second with that Bachelorette talk. It's time for our surprise game show on oh, DDFP. Okay. Oh, all right, fun, fun. All right, so rules here. If you have never taken part in a surprise game show on DDFP, first, congratulations. It's a big day for you. Second, hands us, put away your computer, laptop, all mobile devices. We're going to pose a question here and then go around each of you <laughs> taking turns to answer. Oh boy. If you miss it, you're out. Crap. So today's trivia, since we're about to get into the Bachelorette talk. I'm on a two-game show losing streak, too. I'm embarrassed. I came out of the gate. Red hot, white hot even, but since I've, mm. uh, I've lost two in a row. This one's right up your alley today. All right, check. let's see. So, since we're about to get into the Bachelorette, and that has to do with marriages and everything, we're going to put a uh, – Does it? Please clear your throat. You're the worst announcer in game show history. <laughs> they all play together. Here's what we have. So, Julia Roberts – what that means, but all right. Oh, you know. All right, Julia Roberts, go ahead. So, Julia Roberts been in a couple different flicks about potential weddings – so let's okay. look at Julia Roberts' film filmography. Filmography here. Oh, so you're so we're going to go around the, the circle here, okay. and Julia, each of you are going to take turns naming a different Julia Roberts movie. Okay, oh, name one. They don't have to survive. be related to oh, weddings. Boy. Nope, just okay. overall. So all together, Julia Roberts, what she's been in about forty-six movies here. Wow. Okay. So let's start because I'm a gentleman. Let's start with Mark Istook. Pelican Brief. Anzus. Pretty Woman. Low Hanging Fruit. My Best Friend's Wedding. Ocean's Eleven. Uh, Runaway Bride. Shoot, that was mine. She won the Oscar, baby. Oh, Aaron Brockovich. No, that was mine. Now I feel <laughs> so much fresher. I, that's what happens. You oh, feel a lot good. of. When the How about Ocean's Twelve? That's correct. There you right? go. I don't save know. It. I didn't Way see that one. That. Okay, I bought myself some time. I don't know if I want to roll the dice and go on 13 ooh, there because ooh, I, I don't know if 13 – I mean, it stands to reason she would have been in that one. Oh, I have another one too. I'm going to go with Closer. Yeah. I'm going to get you again. Right. Uh, is it August in Osage County? Ooh, I don't know if she's – No. Oh, that was – I uh, mean, I right. – The one no one saw. That was good. I saw it was uh, – mm. it was uh, just uh, – yeah. Undermined by yeah. horrendous overreaction. Dan, you can't steal mine because I have two. Okay, uh, this is this was a uh, a bad movie. Eat, pray, love. Oh, yeah, that was not mine. I don't think that was okay. Your, you were the target audience. Hands <laughs> How about <laughs> Mystic Pizza? Ah, oh, you took mine. Now I'm doomed. <laughs> oh, nice. Now I'm in trouble. Did she do any sci-fi <laughs> work? Did she do any period pieces? Oh, no, no, no sci-fi. Trying to think of her Wait. making out with people. Because then, like, that will tip me, like, that will remind me. Mm. She did it twice with Richard Gere, and both of those oh, are no. off the table now. This is going to be my most shameful defeat ever. <laughs> I've never been the first person out in one of these games. I'm so embarrassed. Ocean's 13. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, oh, you're gone. You're gone, baby. Donkey. Check is out. Sleeping with the enemy. Ooh, that's a good course, one. That's a good course, one. Of course, of course. Very good. Ooh, ooh, I got another one. I got a one, too. Am I up? Yes. Uh, 
Kansas with the, with the most uh, rudimentary time waster. <laughs> Am I up? Wait, is it me? Oh, I didn't know it was me yet. Wait, when's it my turn now? I, she wasn't in Steel Magnolias, was she? Of course she was. I'm so glad I That's just came up one. with another one because that was mine. That was my in pocket. Okay, uh, Notting Hill. Oh, I had that oh, one yeah. in the back pocket as well. Uh, I think the name of it was Ethan Crown. No. <laughs> uh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, you're Larry Crown. Oh, Larry Crown I know affair. it's too late, but. The Larry Crown Affair. Too bad, so sad. Count it. Ooh, hey, with the was... assist, come on. <laughs> Thank you. You're Are welcome. you sure that's right? I don't think that's right. No, it's it's Larry Larry Crown. I thought it was the Thomas Crown affair. <laughs> yeah, I think the affair part's wrong. Arthur, are you doing I think the affair up? part's wrong. I think it's just Larry who's the Crown. Affair? Who's the uh, judge back there? We, uh, Am I on we just the clock, ran into the one in. with Hanks where they're, she, he's like a substitute teacher or something. Yes, or no, yes, she's yes. a substitute. But wait, if I'm wrong and that was the affair yes. part was wrong and then Lindsay's wrong. Oh, well, what? let's see. How am I wrong? Well, we're going to see oh. what's next. Oh, yeah. Dying young. Oh, well done. Oh, I just thought of another one. Yeah, that's, well, bad, doesn't do. <laughs> I, now I can help Mrs. Rhodes, though. I can help whoever I like best in here. Yeah, so Hansis is up, still alive. Well, can I use I can't even line? think of the name of it. Uh, no lifelines. No life. But now oh. that now that you now that I have two. Whoa. Now yeah, that no Lindsay pressure. is thrown out early nineties, uh What was Julia, that? Julia, really? I can now think of her I, I, I just thought of another one that just was on this weekend. What was that really bad movie? That's what you're gonna I know you're thinking of this. That same just one. came out, right? Oh no! Oh. She played like a news, a news producer, and there was a oh, that's a. There a time that's not this? even your turn. You, you know what? Say something. I'm out. I don't know. Oh, you're out. Oh. Right. You mean Mother's game. Day? <laughs> no, delay a game. That was the one. He, she. That is exactly no, the one, one you're talking the ones. about. I was talking. All right, the one with Clooney. So Hansus is Hansus is out. Lindsay, what's your final answer here? The Mexican. Ah, good job. She was in traffic too, wasn't she? Wait a second. When he did it? Hold on. Out? Oh, wait. That I, didn't work. I got work. that on the Larry Crown, Thomas Crown one. No. Oh, right, 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 right. You're messing it up. I feel like I said it Ethan Crown. I think I was halfway there. <laughs> There's also the one where they are, where, they, where they're med students and they keep. Uh, oh, yeah. Thomas Crown affair was Rene Russo. Yes. No, but Larry Crown. Oh. Was, was the was weird motorbike, like yes. the moped yes, yes, one? Yes, yes, yes. Well, just read off the most game, popular the way, ones yeah. we missed. What, what are the uh, let's see. We've got America's Sweethearts, Charlotte's Web, Charlotte's Web. Conspiracy Theory. Mm. All right, that's a big one. Duplicity. What else? Flatliners. 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 That was yeah, one I was trying to think of. With What's Hook. The- Remember her in Hook? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was uh, the late Tank. Fairy. All right. Now, all right. Let's move along. Money Monster the new was the new one. one. <clears throat> okay. we, can, uh, we can pick this one over later on in our free time in the newsroom instead of prepping for uh, big-time network shows, or at least that applies to Mrs. Rhodes here. Um, all right. Let's talk Bachelor here. It's been an exciting season. We're down to the final four now. Thankfully, the thing that jumped out to me was that Alex, the little fella, is no more. Sneaky worst uh, – candidate on the show this year to you Mrs. Rose super annoying because he spent an entire episode berating somebody for being needy and then turned into the needy person mm. well well done yes I totally agree he that was his biggest critique of whatever the guy's name whatever was, the mortgage broker from Florida and he came across as just really really needy in the process yeah he, he's the worst kind of bro by the way why'd he sit in the middle in the car 
that bothered me the most about that episode. Like, it was, there was a lot. There was a lot of awkward in that episode. In the, in the car, that was bad stuff. But he was. He's not charismatic enough to be likable and not villainous enough to be interesting. Yeah. He was just like this bro that just wouldn't get off the screen until now. But I did. I did make a tweeted last night that I think it's interesting that we choose our presidents based on debates, as though that has any bearing on how good of a president you're going to be. She made a big point to say, "I need to see how he performs as a gaucho to determine." <laughs> His worthiness as a potential suitor, and she well, determined that he was a cute little gaucho. Yeah, that was that was great. And we and, right, and he wore a beret, which didn't do him any favors. He looked like a child. And then they brought the horse out, and they had a horse whisperer doing some really very questionable things, <laughs> inappropriate for primetime television. In my, I felt uncomfortable. Apparently, some things are legal in Argentina that are not north of the border. <laughs> and then, uh, and then she said, "This did JoJo." Seeing this man work with his horse, I'm watching him stroke this animal, and I'm watching him connect with him. And slowly, this horse starts to just give in to him, and it's the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. Animal husbandry on The Bachelor. <laughs> Has anyone ever made out on a horse the way they did? Not, I don't mean on horseback, but if, if you did that, that'll count too. There, there was a prone horse, and then they had a makeout session. Where's Weird Peter move. when you need him? <laughs> Like, that was wrong. I felt so badly for that horse. You know that horse was like, how much longer do I have to lay Who did you feel worse for, the horse or the horse whisperer guy who was literally two feet away from them while they had the makeout session? You got the horse whisperer because that, I mean, totally thankless. Agreed. He's like making love to the horse while the two humans are going at it. Well, I mean, I felt like that guy must have been raw. Like, why's the little fella get to make out with the good-looking girl? I'm the one like, who did all the stuff. And plus, there. he's a real gaucho. Yeah. So if being a gaucho should make you husband material for Joelle, as I like to call her, mm. that guy should have been top of the list. Next up, and uh, and then we got to talk about the main event here, Jordan Rogers, uh, brother of Aaron Rogers. But side note with Jordan, how grossed out, or is it just me and my, my hatred of men's feet? I would never drink. <laughs> That oh, foot wine. That was disgusting. They got into a thing and they crushed no. grapes and then they picked it up and drank it. That was vomitous in my book. How say you, Mrs. Rhodes? Yeah, it, the thing that annoyed me the most was the fake, oh, this is actually very good. <laughs> no, they're grapes. Like, no, it's, it's not obviously wine. not. It's nasty grape juice. And by the way, what that should have been was a reverse test. You just drank the nasty foot grape juice. You're not the guy for me. That you know what that would have been. Wow. I'm sorry, I can't be with you now. You no. just yeah, yeah. Your lips are forever tainted. That's a good scene. Now that would be a, that Some would be a good just twist in the, Yeah, in the episode, Mrs. Rhodes. I'm going to start with you. No, you know what? I'm going to start with you, Hanzus. Mm. Of the remaining bachelors, who would you want to spend the rest of your life with? Whoa. <laughs> uh, Jordan. Who would probably, I like to settle down There's Chase, he's who blushing. is as interesting as uh, as Lindsay's bottle of water here. <laughs> is Chase? That guy is, I mean, that guy's a dull. Is he the, right? humor, the humorless war veteran? No, that's. No, me. no, no. Yeah, that guy. What? What's the story with him? Is he, is he broodingly handsome or is he a creepy potential serial killer i'm gonna go with the latter there's something going on with that with the serious face that oh luke all time. is luke, he luke. handsome that guy luke she acts like he's guys. super I attractive he is but there's something about him that doesn't do it for me like yes if you just look at a picture of him he's handsome hmm. but it's not who's all most handsome left so for me mm -hmm. i would i would probably gravitate toward chase Chase physically. the dullard. Physically. But, see, I think the dullards the are the best. The guy with the hairpiece? Uh, what? 
Come on, that hair is not natural. Chase doesn't have it. Not even. It is not. Are you talking about the swimming guy? Swimming guy. That's no, Robbie. he's not Chase. That's Robbie. Robbie. Oh, okay. Sorry. Boy, he's put. How are you know. here? Come on, man. <laughs> no, but uh, Chase. Chase to me is the tip, prototypical bachelorette winner, because they're always dull if it's gonna last. Hmm. Like it's never the big personality that's going to go into a long term relationship where they're er- gonna end up. I picture on the us Ergo weekly Andy cover. Dorfman's season with uh, Aaron Murray's brother and yeah, how that poorly work. that ended up. Mm-mm. Well, Andy Murray has now been let off the hook by Jordan Rogers, Aaron's brother. What was that? Wasn't I mean, it Josh Murray? Yeah, I think so. I didn't watch that season, but that guy. I mean, this Jordan Rogers. What gives? Yeah, I mean, telling the family secrets and everything. But don't you feel like they teased an even bigger bombshell next week with the family kind of saying, "Yeah, Aaron doesn't really roll back around the old crib anymore." Yeah, Luke jumps in. This is an this is outrageous, and I, I I mean I legitimately think from what little I know through the grapevine about Aaron Rodgers and the stories we hear, I mean he's famously closed off. He doesn't let you know he doesn't want any of this nonsense. Now his brothers spilling beans on national TV. He, he this is why Jordan should not have done the show because he either gets knocked off early or or in the middle portion of the show, or he lasts long enough where this cannot be avoided as a major topic, and I don't know maybe he ends up. You know, staying with JoJo, maybe they actually go the distance and and they're together forever, and that's a nice story. But it, what's more likely, it's a dopey fantasy show, and they'll they'll break up if they he he'll either lose or they'll break up in a year, and then he's permanently damaged his relationship with his brother. Like it, it, it's hard 50, to make sense. Of. Fifty Christmases from now, do you think Aaron Bro- Aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy that forgives grudges? No, <laughs> terrible decision, Jordan. No, there's so much dirtiness here. Lindsay, you have to go because you do fancy TV stuff. And as far as that goes, let's be realistic. You're the by a, a million times the most likely of the four of us to be talking to Aaron Rodgers. Let's <laughs> say that happens before 2016 kicks off the season. Will you bring this subject up to him? Probably not. You wouldn't say – I mean, you you say, like, listen, I, I, hey, so good luck and be healthy and – uh, you know, I hope you go to the you? Super Bowl. And la- just last thing, because I'm a fan, and you know, it's out there right now. A lot of people talking about. It. What, what's your take on all this uh, Jordan on the TV stuff? That feels like a lose lose for me. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you. I you don't might see you that might, coming up. You might just like prime the pump by starting off with an Olivia Munn question, and just then you just go all in. <laughs> just I mean, go all just, in. See, if, if I'm dead set on it being my last interview. Do you think Olivia will like JoJo? Up. Do you think Olivia and JoJo will get on at family functions? <laughs> I, I w- How could you not get along with JoJo, though? Come on. You could ask maybe a s- sneaky, like, bachelorette question. Before you go, yeah. who would you choose? Who's in your final four are you going with for the rest of your life? Like, to be with me or to be with JoJo? No, to be with you. Forget JoJo. She's out of the You said picture. Chase already, right? Didn't you? Kind Lindsay of... Rhodes. Yeah, I think of the four, is the Bachelorette. Chase is the, the one that is the most. I like the fact when you're, when you're kind of down low on this show. Low personality means you're not playing the games. You're not bringing more to the table than you really should. Nobody should be airing all of their life's dirty laundry on national television. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Unless it's so to us. So the fact that we haven't seen much from Chase actually makes me like him more. Hmm. Unless it's to us in an interview on a national broadcast. Oh, then you should tell me everything, obviously. Sorry, I take that back. And, and Lindsay, one more thing before you go. This show, or Monday's episode, proved definitively, and, you know, as someone that's no longer in the dating pool, but nice guys finish last. 
I, you know what? That is. Oh, come got on. I really, come I really, took a turn I really do agree with Hanzoos on this. He I realize the worst. Got to be a little bit of a bad boy and have some baggage. If you're just a nice dude, you get sent. It's away. not yeah, bad. He also, boy. he not also, he also complained because he didn't like how Jordan Rogers plays poker. I mean, come on. Read that the room. Like, don't make yourself that guy. She, he made himself her friend. Early on, that is it's all fair. on with him. the with the French fry thing, right? I, the the, the singer guy, James Taylor, and about should eight not other have, things shouldn't have put all those friends. No, no woman no. wants to see that. No. no, then you're the friend. You just put yourself in the friend zone. Like that's funny. I Thanks for entertaining me. There's no way I want to make out with you in a minute. No, right. It, but it's not nice guy Ooh. versus bad boy. What it is, Lindsay, and this is this is it. What women, the majority of women, want? Yeah, I want somebody who's sweet and funny and all that. What you really want, and the reason that Chase comes up and Jordan, he's a football guy, so he's a big guy and everything, women want to feel safe, that physically safe. That's what you like. I like your reenactment of a hug there. <laughs> I'm hugging. I'm embracing. You will be safe in my mighty arms. Hug looks it's like. tight. That is either a child or a very thin woman in that hug. All right. uh, my last Rib? point before I want to go, or before I go, I don't want to go. I want to sit here all day long and talk about The Bachelorette, uh, is – Speaking of kisses and making out, why does Jordan push her up against so many walls? Mm. That's like maybe, it would make maybe me it's feel a metaphor. like like it's flashback to junior high and the guy who like doesn't really know what to do until you're like, okay, I'm going with it. This feels really freaking weird. He watched Fifty Shades of Grey, and he's picking up some of Christian Grey. He's films. seen too many of those yeah. type of movies. I, you have to go now, but obvious. now this opens a can of worms. Yeah. I'd like to get twenty to thirty minutes from Lindsay on the weird techniques that we've yeah. seen. <laughs> Yeah. In I, in touching and groping and kissing and beyond with whim, with with a woman and we've seen a lot of weird technique in that regard, haven't we? This season we might have to do another podcast because right, we'll there's a lot of now content we, here. Yeah. I'm going to leave you with this. Lindsay though, and I already, said that. Aaron I already said that. Uh, when you hey, listen Mike Rob's to not Luke, liver? when you listen to Luke next week, close your eyes and picture him driving a Buick. All right, because all right, I am all right. not kidding. Hey, he sounds exactly like Matthew McConaughey. All right. That's very true. I have to go in. All right. Well, maybe we have to pick this back up then after the hometowns. I would love to. I like how they talk about hometowns. <laughs> as, 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 so that, like they've branded it culturally now, so they don't need to say anything else. It's like, oh, it's hometowns. I'm waiting for it to just get to HT's. Hey, it's, <laughs> HT's coming up here. It's a, that's a big deal. <laughs> Lindsay Rose, of course, you watch her all over your TV. Total Access and Beyond. Mark Iztook. NFL Now. He's off too too short. We wasted too much time talking about Julia Roberts movies. That was a fun game, though. And Jets how many games the Jets might? That was Huge a mistake. mistake. <laughs> that was the real worst. That was a mistake. I don't know why we did that. I blame Ryan Bartlett and whatever he has hidden in his throat there. Also, don't do that when you're going out with The Bachelorette, right? Like, don't talk, don't talk like you got something in your throat the whole time like Bartlett was doing there. That's another <laughs> But I give him credit for not clearing it into the microphone when you told him to. I think he has some foot wine stuck in there. French fries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it. Large grape. Hand Zeus. Um, so we're doing a little home and home here. So oh, we're yeah. going to wrap up the DDFP proper here, and we're going to move on to the Around the NFL show. Thank you to Lindsay and to Iztook. And the Rashad Jennings, a great time there. Real quick, though, and I, I imagine this is going to come up. I just hope it's not going to injure your confidence on around the NFL, but I feel obliged to point out the fact 
that the NFL community has spoken. Jeremy Hill weighed in on this. We're talking, you know, around the NFL is. I think it's a dynamite thing that you kids are still doing your show. <laughs> we're we're doing ours, and you know there are a few other ones out there. But Jeremy Hill was asked about uh, the NFL media podcast. Here's what he said. Hey, this is Jeremy Hill here from the Cincinnati Bengals, and if I need any NFL news, I don't watch ATN. I go straight to Damashek. That's interesting, too, because that you know that's the greatest compliment because he knows I'm an AFC North guy. He knows right. I'm a Steelers guy, and but he can't help himself. He knows Damashek keeps it 100. Was he, was he on camera holding up a newspaper as a hostage while he was reading that one? I well, I mean, you can make your jokes, but uh, I mean, is it was the same true with Jay Ajay when he visited us? Those guys at ATN, they don't know anything. Shaq, he's your guy. I mean, Jay Ajay is from across the pond, and maybe you would say, well, that's because he, his countryman, Handsome Hank, is prominently featured on the DDFP. But, you know, I think it's – I think. It, but you know what? Stick with it is what I uh, – that's my advice to you. You're, you're disrespecting you, a, a global brand. Like as your elder. Podcast, that's fine. As your elder. Yes. I just, you know, I say keep your nose to the grindstone and, you know, what? Your hard work may win in the end. Well, thank you, and uh, I'll try to win over the affection of these hostages. All right, so thanks to everybody for joining us again. Make sure you check out on NFL.com, Hanzoos' all-or-nothing reviews each episode. Track those down, and, of course, the good pages on Around the NFL, the podcast and everything else. Is took on NFL. Now, again, we can play the music. I know you think that playing the music means that the show is going to end, but I, I, guess what? I'm still in control, baby. <laughs> Lindsey Rhodes on Around the NFL and Rashad Jennings of the New York Football Giants. Now, if you'd like, you can play the music, and now we'll wrap the show up. We appreciate the downloads. We appreciate the subscriptions. Do it. On Stitcher, do it on iTunes. Go to NFL.com slash podcast. We'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce later on. In the meantime, thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. 
I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 